Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Hello, my theater friends, and welcome to another edition of Break a Leg Charlotte. We appreciate you tuning in and uh, supporting your local theater here in the area. My name is Jeff Knight. Uh, you can always reach me if you like, Jeff Knight at iHeartMedia.com. That's spelled G-E-O-F-K-N-I-G-H-T. Find me on Facebook. Tag me in your posts. Let me know what you got going on in your theater so I can help promote you and what you're doing here in our area. An update on Oliver at Theater Charlotte. Having so much fun. Opening weekend went fantastically. Uh, of the three shows, two of them were sellouts, and the third one was very, very close. Now we're in the middle of our second week, and that's six shows in five days. Come on out and see us at theatercharlotte.org. And then we got another week next week as well, so plenty of chances here to go see Oliver at Theater Charlotte. But don't wait, because tickets have been selling out. I know you like to go see the show. Come see the kids. I will say I'm having a great time getting to know some of the people in the cast. The kids have been fantastic, obviously. Atticus is as Oliver and uh, young Bailey as the Artful Dodger, Donovan as Charlie Bates, and of course the adults, William Kirkwood as the ever-so-sinister Bill Soikes has been fantastic, and Kristen Graf Sakamoto as Nancy has just been an amazing person to work with. So anyway, come see us. Uh, as a matter of fact, someone from that show I'll have on with us here as our special guest here in just a minute, Ryan Deal, the music director. There's no business like showbiz. All right, shows that are playing that you can go see this weekend. Of course, we just talked about Oliver at Theater Charlotte. Uh, I want to say congratulations and break a leg to my friends over at Little Theater of Gastonia. The directorial debut for young Lauren Parker doing Disaster. That's always a funny show, so go check them out. Uh, you've got Boys to Baghdad with BNS Productions over at Spirit Square. Native Gardens with the Storefront Theater. Disney's Aladdin is playing over at Blumenthal. The 10-Minute Play Festival with the Old Courthouse Theater. Bright Star with The Green Room. Love that show. Driving Miss Daisy, Fort Mill Community Playhouse. Hair with Hickory Community Theater. Samson with Narrowway Productions. And the Alleluia Girls with Kings Mountain Little Theater. So break a leg and go see a show. Hey, don't forget the uh, Metrolina Theater Association has announced that the MTA Awards are back on Sunday the 29th. But uh, last I heard, due to popular demand, all the available seats uh, have been sold already. So they've suspended the ticket sales. They are working to expand their capacity and ask that you please keep checking back to MetrolinaTheaterAssociation.net uh, to see if the tickets are still available. Last week, we saluted the uh, theater companies that were uh, nominated. Today, how about the outstanding productions for 2019? The nominees, Annie from Rock Hill Community Theater, Be a Lion from BNS Productions, First Date from Little Theater of Gastonia. A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder from CPCC Summer Theater. I know that's a favorite of uh, Tom Hollis over there. Gypsy from Ansonia Theater. Gypsy from CPCC. I Do, I Do from Union County Playmakers. Mama Mia from Davidson Community Players. Mama Mia from Hickory Community Theater. Nonsense from Theater Statesville. And Showboat from CPCC Summer Theater. So congrats to all those nominees for outstanding production. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I hope I get it. I hope I get it. 
Our friends down at the Pineville Players have some auditions coming up here at the end of the month. It's happening uh, September the 29th and Wednesday, October the 2nd. This is for Down to Earth, a comedy fantasy set in the 1940s. But anyway, auditions are coming up. You can find more information if you're on Facebook on the Charlotte Theater Society page. The performances run in February and March of next year, and they actually pay a stipend for their actors, so go check that one out. Little Theater of Gastonia has auditions coming up on the 15th and the 16th for same time next year. And that show runs November 7th through the 17th. More information about that at Little Theater of Gastonia's site. You can find them on Facebook as well. They'll have all the details you need there. All right, now it's time for our featured guest this week. And I'm excited about this. Of course, I'm excited about him every single week because it's so much fun to get to know uh, all the wonderful people here in our community when it comes to theater. By day, he is the Director of Advancement at Children's Theater of Charlotte. By night, he is one of the most incredible music directors I have ever met. His name is Ryan Deal. Ryan, how are you? I'm quite well. Uh, Thanks for coming on and agreeing to be on the podcast here this week. Yeah, likewise. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm excited to chat. (laughs) Me too. And and I feel like I'm late to the Ryan Deal party. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. I mean, because you've been doing this around here for a long time. You're involved locally with with theater, not just for fun, but your your job is actually involved with theater here in the area. That's right. uh, Though I will acknowledge there are people who've been doing it a lot longer than I have. (laughs) but, um, But yeah, I started... Uh, my involvement with the theater scene here, pro- I guess it's been 10 years now, uh, and that it really started through uh, a show at Theater Charlotte. So maybe we'll talk about that, but mm-hmm. certainly has has morphed and grown over the years. And yes, now I work at the Children's Theater of Charlotte as a fundraiser. So it's uh, there's there's a lot of angles to, to this life that that uh, <laughs> that we've created, I've created, whatever. <laughs> yeah, certainly keeps you busy. I'm sure. Yeah, sometimes it feels like you're. Uh, I'm sure you can appreciate. You got the candle lit at both ends, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. doing some of it to to help pay the bills, and some of it to help fuel your passion and and make your life feel complete. And it's all a it's all a balancing act. I can definitely tell this is your passion. Yeah. Uh, how did that start for you? I mean, was as a kid, or just something you saw as a grown up already, or or if you've always been on stage and singing? So it really started out of a. A passion for music. Okay. Um, I begged my parents for actually for voice lessons at a really young age. And um, the voice teacher in my hometown, Statesville, actually said, you're a bit young for voice lessons, but you're the perfect age for piano lessons. And I would suggest you start there. And hmm. so that's what happened. Um, actually, I had to beg my parents for then for piano lessons for a couple years before they finally caved and uh, and bought an old clunker piano for me to start <laughs> lessons on. Yeah. And I, I think they uh, assumed it would be a, a passing uh, interest of mine, but then they couldn't pry me away from the piano. Um, and so that that's really where the love affair began. But then my piano teacher was frequently was the music director for the community theater in Statesville. And she was working on a production of The Music Man mm-hmm. and was like, Ryan, I think that you should come and audition for The Music Man. And I was in the third grade at the time. Oh, wow. And so um, I I did that and joined the cast of that uh, production. And that's where the theater bug bit. And okay. so it's just been sort of a, a mixed bag of piano, singing, and theater ever since. Wow. Did you go to, to school for the theater? Uh, opera, or? technically. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. and so, uh, and that's a whole, that's probably a whole separate podcast is my journey <laughs> through uh, college and higher ed. Um, yeah. Because it was certain there was certainly a journey, but yeah, I studied uh, classical music and yeah. and singing in, wow. at UNC Greensboro. Okay. All yeah. right. So Statesville to Greensboro down to Charlotte. 
Uh, pretty much, yeah, with just a couple little diversions along the way. But yeah, that that's the that's the Cliff Notes. Okay. <laughs> well, once you got back into Charlotte as an adult, how, how did you dip your toe into the water? I mean, what? Where did you just jump right in? Or so I had been in Charlotte for uh, three years, uh, leasing apartments, mm-hmm. um, and you know I lived on the property where I was working, and just sort of was was doing the mind numbing uh, corporate world work thing, uh, or was mind numbing for me at the time. <laughs> uh, but found myself um, out of work in two thousand eight, along mm. with a lot of folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and had really not gotten involved in anything creatively since I had moved to Charlotte. Oh wow! Um, and had a, a found a, a audition listing for Susical the Musical mm-hmm. at Theater Charlotte. Yeah, and didn't know anyone. Uh, didn't know anything about the the local scene. I just hadn't invested in that way since I'd moved to the area. And so I went out and auditioned and was cast in that show. And as they say, the rest is history. But that uh, <laughs> that's where it really began for me in Charlotte. And that would have been in the fall of 2009. Okay. I guess. Yeah. All right. the summer, summer, fall of 2009. Yeah. Yeah, and I see you do a lot of stuff at Theater Charlotte, obviously, and yeah. a lot of things at CPCC as well. Uh-huh. Are there other theaters around that you, you have done stuff for? Yeah, I've worked with uh, friends at Actors Theater mm-hmm. of Charlotte, At uh, done some stuff with the education programs at Matthews Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Prior to joining the staff at Children's Theater, I was on the main stage there in the Secret Garden um, and I've also uh, worked on uh, education programming at Davidson Community mm-hmm. Players as well. So I've sort of been around. Well, good. See, that's good. Yeah. Usually always as an actor or music director, or, or do you just do directing as well? No, or? yeah, just okay. performer and music director. That's, yeah. that's, that's been it, and I think that is it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. I was going to ask if maybe at some point you may decide, you know what, I think I could do the whole thing. No, <laughs> no, not at all. I think I know uh, enough about where my skills and my interests are. Uh, I, I really enjoy, I do enjoy the collaborative process and nature of, of being on the creative team, but but my sweet spot is really with the with the music element of the production, and so yeah. I, I'm good with that. Do you prefer that over acting? Is there a favorite? or I think it depends on the production. Like yeah. there are definitely shows that I would um, – yeah, so I think it just depends. Okay. I've got sort of favorite moments from, um, from both sides of that coin over the years – but I don't think that it, you know, I'm not necessarily just interested in music directing any show. Sure. Just like I'm not necessarily interested in being in just any show. Okay. So, yeah. Right. yeah. That makes sense. I like that. What about when you're on stage as an actor? Do you, not to step on any other music director's toes, but do you, <sighs> something happens, you're like, oh, gosh, I probably would have done it this way. Uh, No, I... I think only as it relates to like whatever my track is in that show. And generally, I try to be super respectful of the the process and the vision of whoever the, in this case, the music director is for the show. Right. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to, to know most of those folks pretty well okay. already going into the performances. And so I feel like that those are have been really great relationships. And, and if I feel really strongly about something along the way, mm-hmm. um might might mention that and see if we can if we can you know collaborate in that way to make it happen. But no, I think if I'm in a show, I'm really just thinking about what my track is and not so not so invested in in what the the, <laughs> the music director's doing with the show at large. They we we've all got our hands full at that point, just focusing on our own our sure. own game. I was gonna say yeah, you got a lot going on already. So yeah. Yeah, 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 I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's the last thing you've done on stage? I know for a fact that some of the stuff you've done at CPCC, I mean, Phantom of the Opera stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, you've done a few since then, though. That's, so the last 
thing I did as a performer was a Weber review at CP. It was uh, the music of the night. And so it was, it, you know, a, a nod to many of Weber's classics. And it was actually part of the uh, celebration, well, or mourning of the, yeah. the closing of Pease. Right. So it was the last uh, CP theater performance there on the stage. Uh, and that would have, gosh, was that? That's been a little a little while ago at this so point. Say, yeah, 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 exactly. So that's the last time you were actually on stage as a performer. Yep. How many shows do you think you've been music director of? Since? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's I mean, it's oh, I think it's definitely over a dozen. But yeah. come, I mean, come on, we've got like we've got amazing heroes in this community who have done a hundred plus, and so we um, do. yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll get there one day. But um, but I've had a I've had a lot of fun, and I'm sure it's at least a dozen. <laughs> Well, this is the first one that I've been had the pleasure yeah. of being uh, on the journey. We're having fun with together. You. We really are with yeah. Oliver with Theater Charlotte. Um, yeah. And I wanted to ask you this because I, I know where I am as a performer. I, my stronger side is my acting thing, the w- way I see it anyway. Okay. To me, I can always get by with the music. But then you have some people who just come in and can belt anything almost perfectly from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And to me, watching you work from day one – with that group of people, mm-hmm. everyone having their own different skill levels and being able to put it all together, you're just very magical with it, and you're very oh, well, polite thanks. and very nice and kind. <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> well, you are. I mean, I love it. but you see, you're also a perfectionist, though, and and that's mm-hmm. a I don't mean that in a bad way. That's a yeah. good thing. I think you have to be a perfectionist in the line of work that you do. Yeah. What goes on in your head? To try and put all this together, it's like mm-hmm. okay, he's struggling with this, but this person's perfect over here. I mean, how do you how do you put all this together? So I think uh, I really appreciate you saying that, Jeff. Um, that it means a lot. But um, in my time at UNC Greensboro, a, you know, two of the folks who just were, were enormous influences to my creative life were people who were first and foremost kind and what I used to refer humanitarians, like they were just genuinely kind people who mm-hmm. I knew uh, wanted the best from everyone and believed that that everyone was capable of of great things. Um, and so you wanted to work for them because because of that. But they also were, were individual, both of them were individuals who you knew were not going to accept anything less than the absolute best that you could bring to whatever the the occasion was. And so I don't know that I've achieved that level of of leadership at this point, but it's definitely what I aspire to because I know that it meant a lot to me as a as a young performer. But I think that anybody who puts themselves in a in the position of auditioning and then being cast for a production, they want to do their best work, right? right? Or else they would because we could do a ton of other things with the enormous <laughs> amount of time that we commit to a process like this, yeah. and especially at a community theater where there's not pay involved, right. and so. You know, I I assume on the front end that everyone wants to do their best and be their best. And I don't think that the that, you know, I'm using the air quotes that the best is an absolute thing. I think that it varies based on the person. And I think that we all bring our own blend of skills into um, into the work. And so I try to make my objective to help people find whatever their best work is mm-hmm. in the performance and, and then celebrate that. I mean, hold them accountable to it along the way and right. then celebrate it as they, as they achieve it. So when you get someone like, uh, Kristen, uh-huh. she's Nancy to me, Kristen Sakamoto, yeah. uh, who to me is just a fantastic singer. Yeah. I mean, is it just from day one, just a breeze like, okay, you're perfect. Or just, or, or are you already at the point of, okay, this is really, really, really good. Let's really go on and fine tune these little areas here or there that in your mind would, would help enhance the performance even more. 
I think that, um, I mean, Kristen and I, Kristen is great. And yes. as are you, by the way, I think we need to come back to uh, you selling yourself short on, on what, you, <laughs> what you bring. But uh, you're very kind. I hope my memory, my recollection, my intent with everyone is to not just focus on what are the notes, what are the words, what are the rhythms. Those are sort of the baseline things that we work on with everyone. Right. But then I want everybody to have the experience of digging a little bit deeper into the the, the musical portion of their character and the role. And so you and I have done that together yes. and mm-hmm. uh, we certainly did that with Kristen as well. Um, and, I, and I bring a, you know, an idea and a vision and an ear for what I think that I want it to sound like, but I, my intention is for it to always be a collaborative process with the performer as well, because it needs to feel right, you know, yeah. to the individual as well for it to really work. So okay. yeah, we explore all that stuff with everyone, <laughs> no matter what their, at what level they enter the, the production. Or what level of confidence they have. <laughs> yeah. more <laughs> That's yeah, a big deal. And probably even more importantly, because I think oftentimes there's more there than people give themselves credit for. I'm guilty um, of that. Yeah. Well, we all are. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that we're predisposed to be our own <laughs> worst critics. Sure. Well, plus, I mean, and, and, and again, not to, this is not, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but your reputation precedes you, at least in, oh, in my world. Well, because I, I, you know, I've known of you. We have a lot of mutual friends for all the theater stuff, but we've never met in, uh, until now. Yeah. And I've just always heard that, that you're very, very good, but you also push people and that you're a bit of a, a perfectionist, which uh-huh. we've talked about. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. But that um, again, that's a good thing. Yeah. Not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah. So I already come in with a little bit of an intimidation factor. <laughs> of, okay, I'm really working with some ease, really good people here. <laughs> I hope I set you at ease. You have. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I amazingly uh, happy and ecstatic, and, and 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 could not have been more pleased with how everything has has come out. Being my first time at Theater Charlotte and working with you and, and Ron and, yeah. and you know. But it, it's all been good. Yeah. And some of my favorite moments along the way, though, you know, I, I'll own that that I push. Um, but some of my I mean, and I've got memories of the of the Oliver rehearsal process. And it's like, man, when it locks in, yeah. it really locks in. And it's so fun then to celebrate that uh, with with everyone knowing that together we've, you know, arrived at a place that we never would have gotten at individually, that myself mm-hmm. included. Like it just, it takes all of us pushing like that to, to create something that we can really be proud of. And, and honestly, that's better than the sum of its parts even. Yeah. So yeah. 
Um, yeah, perfectionist, but but celebrate also. And please okay. don't think that I mean that no. perfectionist is. But no, not at all. We have the same thing no. here in radio. You have we want everything to be perfect. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think it's a compliment as long yeah. as as long as we balance it with acknowledging <laughs> when we achieve success that yes. we've in fact done that and celebrated accordingly. You did give me an A plus after last Sunday's performance. I did. So, and Thank I appreciate you. that very yeah. much. <laughs> no, yeah. All right. Another reason I wanted to have you in uh, is we are using this program for the music, for the orchestra, for Oliver oh, here at right. Theater Shard that I have never seen before. Am, am I just, have I missed the boat on this or is this a newer type of, uh, of thing that theaters are using? So we're using a program called Orc, well, Sinfonia or Orc Extra that is uh, licensed by the, the publishing house for the, for the performance. And it is designed to be an augmentation of Whatever live musicians or orchestra that the that the production is using, mm-hmm. I think there's an acknowledgement that for a variety of reasons, be they budgetary or space constraints, that oftentimes theaters cannot have the full orchestra in place that the production calls for. Right. Um, with Oliver, the score calls for 21 pieces. Wow. Um, and so... There's no room for that at Theater Show. Right. So even <laughs> if there was a budget to make that happen, there's just physically no space to yeah. put that many individuals. Um, and so the, um, the platform that we're using has tracked every instrument individually, um, you know, allows you to only use the the, the recorded tracks that you need mm-hmm. uh, to pull out anything that you don't need. You know, you can adjust the key of everything, make cuts, you know, vamps, repeats. You know, it's it's really malleable, which is great. Would we love to be using live musicians? Without question. Well, sure. Like, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think that what a piece of technology like this allows is for a you know, in the example of Theater Charlotte, it allows Theater Charlotte to produce shows that otherwise they just frankly wouldn't be able to because of the space and, and budget constraints that, 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 that I've already referenced. And, and hopefully it allows for a, a richer experience by the cast because I think the alternative is we just figure out a way to make a 21-piece orchestration fly with, you know, two or three pieces. And there's just no way that's ever going to do justice to sure. the to the richness of the score that yeah. the composer intended. Um, and I'm not suggesting that a pre-recorded track necessarily <laughs> does complete justice either, but I think that it's a fair compromise given given the, the realities. I like it personally. Now, I've done some shows at some theaters that have used just simply CD tracks, which if, if that's what they have to do, that's what they have yep. to do, and that's fine. Yep. Uh, but but I a thousand percent uh, uh, agree with you, and I'm curious as to your side of it as a music director yep. on the side of when you're actively physically running the show. Yep. Do you enjoy it? Is it is it? Would you rather have the people there to actually direct? Or I or? pretend I'm conducting a 21 piece orchestra as I'm <laughs> uh, as I'm digitally conducting the the orchestra piece. I mean, I think the thing I'd say to you know. To, to folks who are curious, like, is this, does this really make sense? Like, is this good? Is this bad? Like, don't we wish that we had live musicians? And I would continue to affirm, yes, we would love to have live musicians in, in the pit. Um, but I think that to your point, this is certainly a, a step beyond what folks refer to as a track. Like, right, nobody's right. just pushing play and walking away from correct, this. Like, correct. every single beat of every single song throughout the production is directed by a musician right. uh, and is adapted to what our needs are for our particular production. Um, so I think that it um, 
you know, it, it allows for more creativity in the process than, than we would have otherwise. Well, you're absolutely right. For example, uh, the song, one of the songs I sang in the show is reviewing the situation. Yeah. And if the crowd is enjoying certain lyrics, whatever, you can take the time a little bit more between the verses or, yeah. or, or into the chorus to, to give them time to absorb everything that's happening. You can't right. just rush through it all. I mean, yeah. you, you can, but yeah, you, you could. You to. might have to otherwise, but here right. you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you need to, and not that this has happened to you or anyone else for that matter, but you know, if somebody has a needs to catch a breath for some reason in a place that they normally don't have to, mm-hmm. or you know has a, a momentary uh, slip on a word or a line, <laughs> you know, like we can adjust to that in yes. real time in a way that if we had pushed play and walked away from a CD or a tape, yeah. we wouldn't have that. that and I've heard you have say. adjusted to that. Oh, who knows? I would never tell. <laughs> no, I would never no, tell. No, no, we would never yeah. say anything yeah. about that. <laughs> Live yeah. theater is always fun. Exactly. <laughs> well, how far in advance do you know? What shows you're going to be working on? I know we had Ron Chisholm on a while back, and he's like, he kind of knows as a director, he's going to be working about a year or a year and a half out mm. of what shows he has coming up. Is that kind of not the true same for, for you? me? Um, and I, I think um, I, I'll tell you, I got I've got nothing planned uh, creatively once we finish, once we wrap up Oliver, and that's totally okay for mm-hmm. me for right now. Um, I think sort of balancing. The difference for me is that this, uh, you know, my work as a performer and a music director really sort of completes my life in okay. a way that that in, in ways that would be missing if I weren't doing that. Right. But, you know, I do have, uh, you know, a, a big commitment and responsibility with the children's theater in my work there and 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 enjoy digging into that as well. And so need to 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 give that the time that it deserves um, in the in the mix as well. So, you know, I'll seek out opportunities or, or, or respond to invitations as they come along and, and feel really compelling and interesting, but, um, but not a, it's not a, it's not a constant thing for, for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. How does it feel to work at an award-winning place like, like Children's Theater or Charlotte? I mean, this place It's is, a gift. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Children's Theater is a, is, is, uh, sounds cliche, but I really believe it's a jewel, um, uh, for, for Charlotte and for the, for the region. The, the work that happens in that building, just the, the highest artistic integrity. Um, and, you know, to, to sort of go back to where we started, you know, this whole love affair for me began as a, as a young person and because of arts education experiences and oftentimes not ones that were happening in school. I mean, I mm-hmm. had some really pivotal experiences in, in school, but most of uh, how I developed a love and an interest in the arts were because of extracurricular activities and organizations you know, like children's theater, just in Statesville, right, uh, you know, right. so not, not, not quite the same scale and, and scope, but, um, so the, the work is tremendously important in opening the eyes and the ears and the hearts and the imaginations of young people, um, that are going to continue to, to carry the banner for this form, you know, for the, the, the decades ahead. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's, it's really a gift to be a part of that work. Please people always keep steam in school. Never go to STEM right. schools. Keep the steam. Right. Got to have the arts. Right, right, right. Very important. Yep, absolutely. Very important. Where do you see yourself in 10, 15, 20 years? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think that um, I'm really grateful that I, about 10 years ago, um, fell into this work as, a, uh, as an arts administrator and mm-hmm. allows me to... Um, to be involved in, in creative things and to be involved in art, which is really important to me, but it's also about how that work makes my community a better place. Mm. And so 
I don't know what 10 years looks like, but I'm fairly certain that it, uh, that it involves me staying involved in, 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 in the creative field mm-hmm. and, and also in ways that are really focused on making uh, my, my home community a, a better place for everybody who lives there. You do, by the way. Well, thanks. Yeah. Likewise. I mean, seriously, but I think that's that's what we're doing at Oliver, right? I mean, it's yeah. what we do at Children's Theater, but it's it's what we're doing at Oliver as well. Like, um, you know, some of the folks that are in the audience for that are our friends and family and coworkers and colleagues and whatnot. But there are also folks who find themselves at the theater because they're looking for a really great, fun escape with their family, a way to connect mm-hmm. and, and, and build memories together. And that's a service to our community. Well, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah. Well, even some of the kids who are in the show, I mean, some of them are, are kids who have aspirations to be actors and stuff, and, yeah. and that's fantastic. But there are some who are just doing this because it's their first time in and they're curious. Yep. Uh, there's a couple of kids who are in there with other family members, which to me is one of the greatest things of all time Yep. is to do a show with a family member or a loved one. Or, right. Or something having done it with my daughters yeah um but yeah i mean it, it, exactly what you're saying it, it's you never know what it's going to spark in somebody exactly it's all the things and that's why it's yeah. brilliant all the hashtag all the things hashtag all <laughs> the things i love it so you're like me in in that when you're you, i imagine when you're cruising down the road when it's not really really cold or rainy you've got the top down in your we can say you drive a jeep yes yes okay wrangler life hashtag wrangler life there you go there you go see mine's convertible <laughs> life yours is wrangler life so yeah. you got you got the, the top is off the, the doors are open the windows are down what's blaring out of your speakers what are you, what are you uh, this morning to? on the way to work it was Whitney Houston well let's see so it was uh, we started with Whitney Houston uh, run to you I was so it was bodyguard soundtrack so it was okay. run to you and then it was I have nothing I'm not sure really what prompted that but then we <laughs> made a hard turn to the secret garden and uh, was listening to uh, hold on from the big power ballad in the second act um, that Martha sings Wow. Um, so it's a mixed bag, okay. but yeah, the volume is generally up pretty loud. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, I'm probably um, singing along. So yeah, I'm sure <laughs> folks that that drive by are like, "What is happening uh, in that car?" So that's okay. <laughs> I'm the same way. I go down the interstate in the afternoon. I'm singing yeah. out loud. All these people. I feel bad for these people that work these normal business hours. Yeah. Because working radio and stuff that I do, it's it's like four o'clock in the morning till one or two in the afternoon. Yeah. So when I go home, it's the end of my day. My stress is gone. So I've got the top down and totally. I am jamming to something. Yeah. Uh, other singers who are listening will, I'm sure, appreciate this. So I also I uh, sing with the choir at uh, First Presbyterian Church in downtown. Uh, and so, you know, make the drive on Sunday mornings pretty early because mm-hmm. we have to be there at eight o'clock for warmups. And so I'm generally heading that way around seven 30 and doing the vocal warm up thing mm. in the, uh, <laughs> with, with the top back on the yeah. Jeep at seven 30, uh, in the morning. And there've been more than one occasion where that's happening at a stoplight. And, you know, I'm just in my own little world, like, you know, fumbling with the keyboard app on my phone while I'm at the stoplight to, right. to run the warmups. And I look over and somebody's like, what is happening, you know, in 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 the car next to me? So yeah, see, what a, a couple of bucket list shows you haven't done that you'd like to do? Mm, I really wished that I could have been a part of Jekyll and Hyde this mm. past summer at CP. I just it, it, that's a difficult thing to make work with the daytime rehearsal yeah. responsibilities. So uh, honestly, didn't even audition, but. Uh, I think that's such a fun show, and and that and by the way, it's not just me wanting to be Jekyll and Hyde. Like I would love to be in the ensemble of that show. Mm-hmm. I just think that um, that that that's a really fun track, and the music is uh, is so great. So I, that one's on there. Um, you know, there's some there's some things that I've done in the 
past that I'd really love to explore again. Maybe maybe that's boring, but um, you know these these experiences, especially when you're talking about just a one or a two week run of something, it's pretty ephemeral. And so yeah. um, I'd I'd love to go back and and revisit um, Children of Eden. Yeah. Um, you know, play Miz. I'd probably love sure. to do that again. Yeah. Probably wouldn't argue about doing Phantom again. <laughs> um, but you know, the other thing that I got into just sort of on my own last year was a solo concert of uh, of of song and, and music that I put together with a collaborative pianist. And that was a lot of fun as well um, because it didn't require sort of the regimented rehearsal schedule. We could just sort of work on it over mm-hmm. a period of months as we had time and the opportunity to. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to explore, you know, doing something like that, not necessarily just as a solo artist, but, you know, in collaboration with other performers as well. Mm-hmm. There's so many... Um, folks who are so talented in oh, this yeah. community. And I think a lot of us have, if not all of us, have this sort of struggle around the time commitment that yeah. a fully realized production requires. And and especially for those of us who are working another job, mm-hmm. you know, outside of that, how to make all of that work. And so um, I'm, I'm intrigued about the idea of finding ways to, you know, allow people to flex those creative muscles in ways that don't require as much, you know, structure and a regimented schedule along the way. So who knows? When you figure that out, you're going to have something, I think. Yeah, maybe. Let me know. I'll, I'll help promote it. Let people know about it. Uh, or, yeah, and you'll be on it, right? If you insist, yeah, I will be on it. <laughs> absolutely. You're very kind to say that, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I know your time is tight. My time is tight. We're in the middle of a show run, but I definitely wanted to have you on this program. I, I, I think what you offer uh, to our community here, and that's what this podcast is about, is our theater community here yeah. in the area. I think what you offer to it, the passion that you bring to it, uh, the talent that you bring to it, the smarts that you bring to it is something that should be, I'm not trying to blow smoke because I'm already on the show, but uh, <laughs> it's something that should be celebrated and, 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 and people should know about that don't know about it. And, and I appreciate you taking the time and, 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 Thank you for being here, and thank you for what you do for theater here in our area. Well, I, you're kind to say that, and so I share the thanks back to you and and would just tie it up by saying it would mean nothing if there weren't fantastic collaborators to work with along the way. And so, um, you know, folks like yourself and 40 other friends who are involved <laughs> with Oliver and and the countless others along the way. So it, it's, really a, it's really a privilege and fun, and so I, I thank you. That is Ryan Deal. Thank you once again for being on our show this week. My name is Jeff Knight, your host for Break a Leg Charlotte. Uh, each and every week, you can find us wherever you pick up your local podcast, whether it's on uh, Spreaker, which is the link that I put out every week. Then, of course, it goes to Apple Podcasts. It goes to iHeartRadio, their podcast group. Also, we've submitted to be on Google Podcasts, on CastBox, and Deezer. Never heard of those, but we've submitted to be on those anyway. So we're, we're ever expanding here. Uh, if you have something you want to send to us, you can. Put me on your email lists. That's Jeff Knight, G-E-O-F-K-N-I-G-H-T, at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, tag me on your Facebook post when it comes to auditions and shows and things like that. Just be sure and get them to me early enough where I can put them on the next podcast. And if you're going somewhere to see a show this weekend, maybe you're coming to see us over at Theater Charlotte with uh, Oliver. Fagan and his gang here would love to see you. Uh, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, remember, break a leg, Charlotte. With 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 